Welcome to Christchurch Manchester Sermon Podcast. CCM is one church that meets every Sunday in various locations across Manchester. For more information about who we are or about our Sunday meetings, please visit www.christchurchmanchester.com. Perfect. I mean, this is about prayer and it's quite ironic. I think ideally it was meant to have happened last week before the week of prayer. Um, So now I get to speak to you guys about prayer and you probably will have spent a lot of time praying over the last weeks. But if you haven't, um, join me on this journey. But let me just, I mean, because it's a topic, but also because I think it's important in prayer, being talking to God. Let me just talk to God right now and then start. Uh, Jesus, thank you. Thank you for today. Thank you that you're here with us, Lord Jesus. And I pray that you would speak um, to every single one of us right now, Jesus, that we wouldn't leave here the same, but that we would get to know you better, that we would know how um, you impact our lives day to day. So, Jesus, would you speak? You're welcome here. Amen. So the passage that we'll look at, and because I couldn't decide on a translation, is Hebrews 4:14 to 16. So if you have a Bible, you might want to open it. If not, don't worry, it will be on the screen, but because we'll be going back and forth between the two translations, I hope the script is big enough for your eyes. I didn't want to get both in there. Um, so let me read both of them, and then we'll look into what does that actually mean for our lives, and how does that relate to all of us. Um, so let me read Hebrews 4:14 4, through 16. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith, faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our times of need. So that's the NIV version, and as I read it, I was like, Maybe that's a little bit too complicated for me to start grappling what this passage is saying. So then I looked at the message version, um, which says, Now that we know what we have, Jesus, this great high priest with ready access to God, let's not let it slip through our fingers. We don't have a priest who is out of touch with our reality. He's been through weakness and testing, experienced it all, all but the sin. So let's walk right up to him and get what he's so ready to give. Take the mercy, accept the help. And I, I was struggling with that passage. I was like, why is it this passage? Out of all passages about prayer, this sounds so complicated. Um, at least it did to me. Maybe it doesn't to you. Um, so let's just start with a great high priest. Therefore, since we have a great high priest, what does that even mean? Um, I don't know if you guys have read a lot through the Old Testament, but in the Old Testament times, high priests used to be the ones who, on behalf of the people, brought sacrifices once a year so that the sins were forgiven and forgotten. Uh, If you want to read about it in Leviticus 16, it explains a bit about that. But 
they had to bring. If you've done something wrong in life, if you lied, if you cheated, if you'd stolen, you had to go to the temple, bring a sacrifice, pigeons or lamb, depending on how much money you had. Then the priest would have to slaughter that, and then you were forgiven. That's what had to happen. Imagine today, if we even did a white lie, we would have to track to a temple somewhere, bring a sacrifice, and then our sins would be forgiven. Jesus took that role for us. He became the high priest. It was, I think Colin mentioned last week about the temple, the Holy of Holies. That's where the high priest would go. The only place, or the, not the only place, but the place where God dwelt. The high priest was the only person being allowed to access that once a year. And in order to access it, he had to ask for forgiveness for him and his family. And then he could ask for forgiveness for his people. Jesus died on the cross to be that for us today. So that we don't have to go to the temple and sacrifice um, a lamb or pigeons. But so that we could come straight to him. Sin is serious and that's why it needs a sacrifice so that we could be connected to God. But Jesus said, I take it for you. I'm doing that for you so you don't have to go to the temple so you can be connected straight to God. And I think as I've been thinking about that, I'm like, wow, this is incredible. And I'm not sure I fully understand what that means, that God would give up his only son. I don't have kids, but I imagine my mom giving me up for anything else would be a very, very hard ask. But we are so important to God that he, even in the Old Testament, you can see Jesus written throughout it. So if you haven't read it, read the Old Testament and see how God has prepared Jesus coming so that we could be with him. His desire is to be with us. He loves us so, so much. And Jesus, this great high priest with ready access to God. Nothing in between us. The curtain ripped when Jesus died. Um, And then it says, let's not let it slip through our fingers. Or let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. Sometimes, I don't know about you, but I have bad days where I'm like, oh, is it all worth it? You know, but it's remembering that God has given up everything so that we could be with him. Even on bad days, God is still faithful and he is good. His love is so much greater than we realize. Let's not let us forget that and just let it slip away so that the day-to-day life, the busyness of life gets in the way. Let's find ways of reminding one another of what Jesus has done for us. And then I love that bit. We don't have a priest who is out of touch with our reality. Sometimes I might feel like, what do you know about my life? Do you know if someone's sharing with you and you're like, yeah, I've been there. It's like, have you really? Do you really know what it's like? Jesus was innocent. And yet people spit at him. They said, or they cursed at him. He was innocent. I'm not innocent. It's not, I'm not saying that I deserve everything that I, I've received, but I probably deserve a whole lot of that. Um, but Jesus didn't. No matter what you've gone through, Jesus is the one who is walking with you. He can see your situation. 
I know it might be hard right now, I don't know if it is for you, but He is there with you. He's not out of touch with your reality. He's not out of touch with my reality. Um, I don't know if you remember that story um, about Jesus going in the wilderness, being tempted by Satan, but actually that was, we might think about it as the, the weak place, but actually it was the place where Jesus met with God most, in the quiet, and that's where he was tempted. He was able to draw to God uh, when things were hard. So I don't know where you are or what you do when you're exhausted or when things don't go your way. But the time with God is the time that refreshes us. But Jesus did not sin. And then let us approach God's throne of grace. Um, And we were praying earlier and I feel like I've heard it more. Um, It's funny because God is king. God isn't just a good father, but he is king. What does it mean to be king? He, he has a whole kingdom. We are his. But it's a kingdom of grace. Um, if I think about kings, I think about people who are mean. I don't know why. They just want more power. Um, but that's not what God is like. God is the best king you can imagine. Someone that listens to your every plea. So we can come to God and we can bring whatever it is to him. And he's been there. He's empathized with the different things. And it's important to him. So I feel like whenever I come to God and bring things to him, I might not bring everything to him. I might just bring the things that he might say yes to. Um, But he is asking us to bring everything. Let's approach the king. If you could ask the king to do something for you, what would it be? Because we have a king of grace a king who cares about you, a king who listens. And that's not saying that he's going to say yes to everything we ask, <laughs> because he's king and he knows better. But how incredible, he isn't just a father, he's the king of kings that we get to come to. So let's walk right up to him and get what he's so ready to give. And that might just be simple but might be one of the hardest things Um, if we're to get right up to God so this is about prayer remember so that's speaking to Jesus Um, and it sounds so simple but when you do life it seems so hard to take that time to get up that little bit earlier to spend that time with Jesus throughout the day to remember Jesus, what are you saying in this situation? Rather than get upset in traffic. Um, a friend of mine, he was, he was challenging me and he said, I would get up 30 minutes early to beat traffic. Getting up 30 minutes early to be with Jesus seems a lot harder. Um, so what are the things we have to put into place to make sure, hey Jesus, I'm here, let me talk to you right now. What are the things we have to put into place in our lives? that makes that sound easy but actually is happening Um, what can we do so that we can approach the king of God's throne of grace Um, so that we can spend time with him so that then we may receive mercy and find grace it's in the presence of Jesus that we get transformed 
it's in the presence of Jesus that we get to receive. Um, whenever I spend time with Jesus, and it might sound selfish, but I remember how loved I am. I remember the very first thing that he has given it all for me. I remember that someone's looking at me, not with pity or whatever else, but looking at me with love. And when I remember those things, the day ahead looks very different to the days when I just sit there thinking, oh my word, how am I going to get through today? Spending that time with Jesus, taking his mercy, getting his help, might start with you just sitting there asking, God, I just want to feel loved right now, and I don't. But then I think it moves on from there to listening. Jesus, what do you have to say about me, about my life, about this situation? Um, And I think listening might be a hard part. People use that as a very normal language. Yes, God spoke to me. What does that even mean? Um, When I was 14, we did a seminar on listening to God. It does exist (laughs) somewhere. Um, So you got a bunch of people in a room and then someone in the middle, poor first person, and then you just prayed and said, okay, we're going to ask God to speak to you right now. So whatever thoughts come up in your head, just say them out loud. And the person can then test and approve if that might be from God. Um, So we did that. The thought that came to my head, I still remember it very clearly, was rock. Um, and a Bible verse, I'm like, I'm not going to share the word of rock with someone. That is just stupid. Like, how can that relate to anyone's life? So I didn't. I remained quiet. And then we did the second person. So we went through every person. And, and as we kept doing this, then I had thoughts. And someone else was saying them out loud. I'm like, that is crazy. We have the same thoughts, somehow the same words um, about someone. God was speaking to me through my thoughts. I just didn't know. I didn't know the difference between my own words and God's words. And I was learning to discern what is God and what is my own thoughts. So I actually went up to that person later on and just said, do you know, I was just a chicken. Um, I didn't want to say, but the word I had was rock and this verse. And so that person actually reacted quite positive to my surprise. I was like, oh, I did relate to you. It was the Lord. Um, but we need to find those places where we practice listening to the voice of God. So as we practice, if we go through day-to-day life, we can discern, this is the Lord speaking, this is not me. Um, and so the more we do it, the more practice we get, the better we'll get at it. And this is a great space to learn, God, what are you saying? And you might say, I'm not sure if this is the Lord. Please test and approve if this is. But I have a feeling that the Lord is saying whatever he is. Um, you know, God is speaking to us. That's why we have Jesus. That's what, why he came. So we could speak directly to him. So we could sit with him. So we could be filled by him, get his mercy, so we can listen to him and then accept the help. Again, such an easy phrase. Um, Accepting help is quite hard, I think. Sometimes Jesus being king is asking us to do things that we don't want to do. And he's asking us to obey. And sometimes we don't know why or we don't understand it. And sometimes 
we have to ask for help and take it. When someone's offering, hey, can I help you? How often do we say, no, thank you, I got it sorted? How often do we say that to God? I know I say that to God quite often. But it's learning to accept help. And I think it's, it's like the listening. We get better at it. It's not that you're necessarily good at it from the beginning. I have to learn to accept help. Because when my parents separated, I became independent. I didn't want anyone in my life um, that I have to rely on walk out. So whatever I could do to be independent, I would. But that's not how God created us. The beauty of helping one another and standing in the gap for one another, that's what we were created for, not to be independent individuals that don't need help from anyone. And the other thing is, I think in all this, it's the asking the King of Kings, even that. I'm realizing I had to learn. I I only wanted to ask for things that I knew God could give. It's like I went to a restaurant with my friend that I shared a flat with for four years, and I would order what's written on the menu. You know, that's what you ask for. She would order whatever she wanted, (laughs) like whatever's on the menu, plus the side here or that on the side or not this on there. It's like... I didn't even realize sometimes how small my asking is. I'm asking within what I think is possible. Let's learn to ask bigger. Let's learn to ask what we actually want to see happen. Um, So how to pray. I feel like there are some things that I've already mentioned. Um, Here are some other things that I've heard are helpful, some things that others are doing. Again, you might already know this, but um, Marion and I were just talking earlier and she just shared a couple of things that she interacts with God. I'm like, I've never thought of these. Let's share about how we pray so we can learn from one another. Um, so I'm not an expert, but these are the things that help me or that I've heard. So someone said in order to talk to Jesus and have that be easier, they just put an empty chair, chair next to them. And then they talk to the chair, imagining Jesus is sitting right there and then taking some time listening. Um, another thing for me is I have to pray out loud. All my thoughts go crazy. But even in that, how can I invite Jesus into the thoughts that come to my head? Hey, Jesus, this keeps coming back up. I think I'm really worried about this. Or this is taking over. Would you come into that situation? Listening to God, I mentioned praying with others. Not just so that you're in agreement, but also to learn to ask Jesus, to learn how to praise him better, to learn how to be with him. We need one another. We are made so different and it's beautiful. So let's make use of that in service, out of service, wherever we are, let's learn from one another. And then another thing my my mentor has challenged me on is prayer prompts. How can I use day-to-day things to remember to talk to Jesus? So again, you start with, God, give me a prompt that I use maybe three, four times a day um, so that I can be reminded of something. So, um, well, the obvious one I had was pennies, but I had that before. I just didn't call it a prayer prompt. Where whenever I find pennies, I just praise God for his provision. I know he'll provide. He'll come through. And I find a lot of pennies. (laughs) I'm not sure if that's normal, but I think I just look (laughs) on the ground often. Um, (laughs) But then the other thing is red balloons. I just felt like that, that was the next prom. I've never seen that many red balloons in a month. And I would do it for a month and just see. And so with the balloons, I would pray, God, 
your desires or my desires are yours I give them to you the beginning of the month all my balloons that I found were burst I was like thank you Jesus <laughs> you take all my desires and then I saw a lot of full well normal blown up balloons you know and God's like I'm restoring your desires according to my will and the last balloon I saw that month was one with a smiley face mm-hmm. it's like how ironic <laughs> you know and you could say this is all coincidence but you know God and I had been speaking and then he'd been speaking to me in that way so what are the prompts you can ask God for and maybe do it for a month and then change it up but the fun thing is now I have like 10 different prompts that when I see them you know I'm reminded thank you God for whatever it is amazing um, I guess yeah it's in God's presence that we are reformed that we are renewed that we're yeah we're becoming more like him it's in his presence that we get to learn get to be with him uh, get to love better um, it's in this presence so I, I don't I'm starting to learn this by heart I'm not really good at it yet but maybe that's a passage you want to learn so that you're reminded but let me just read this and then um, I think we're back to Dana and do some more worshiping and maybe some of the things you want to um, go back into and say to God hey this is this is what I'm hearing you say um, now that we know what we have Jesus this great high priest with ready access to God let's not let it slip through our fingers we don't have a priest who is out of touch with our reality he's been through weakness and testing experienced it all all but the sin so let's walk right up to him and get what he is so ready to give take the mercy accept the help